Hi everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Homer's Dope Nuts. As always, I am your host, the Simpsons guy, and I'm joined by El Ray. Ahoy hoy, everybody. Can you believe it? It's almost, we're almost at the end. We got a week. We got a week. As, yeah, of, yeah. as of the recording of this episode, we have a week. Exactly. Yes. It's nice being done before June starts. The end is nice. Yep, yep. But it is nice. I keep hearing the, oh, we get out June 3rd. Like, oof. Yeah, this doesn't no. sound that great at all. No. No, no. I, before June is really good for me. Yeah, so, yes. Goodbye and good riddance this year. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So. Let's get into it. We are here to discuss the fourth episode in the sixth season of The Simpsons, titled Itchy and Scratchy Land. So, I guess it's going to be heavily... Centered around Itchy and Scratchy. Yes, yes, of course. Uh And we have a full episode this week. Yes, we do. Not one of them clip shows. (laughs) Which which the Simpsons guy loves. Uh, Yeah, no, no, no. (laughs) And this originally aired on October the 2nd of 1994. And we're going to start with the traditional chalkboard and couch gags. So we get to our chalkboard gag and Bart is writing, I am not the reincarnation of Sammy Davis Jr., over and over again. I guess, I don't know, was he doing like the impression to... Trying to be the candy man? I guess so. By the way, was he the first famous black Jew? Maybe? I've always wondered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anybody else. Lenny Kravitz doesn't count, well, does he? Well, yeah, well, I mean, he <laughs> does, but you know, that's way later. Of yeah, yeah, but is he, I don't think he's Jewish. I don't know. Hmm. I could be wrong. We're going to have to look that up. Yes. And then, of course, we get to our uh, couch gag, and I personally think it's one of the worst ones ever. <laughs> You're just being a hater. Just being a hater at this uh, point. As the family walks in the living room, runs in, rather, and they appear, well, they basically appear on the couch like they were beamed into the couch instead of running into it. Yes. A la Star Trek. A la that show. Yes. Yes. Uh, El Rey is just... Eh. I guess he feels about Star Trek the way I be, feel about uh, clip shows. Yes. But Or Beatles references. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really hate Beatles references. <laughs> anyway, before I say anything else about uh, the virtues of Star Trek. <laughs> before we lose more listeners. Yes, yes. <laughs> Let's uh, start the show this time. We start the show by the kids are watching Itchy and Scratchy. Mm-hmm. And the they, episode, they've, done, they've done this one or two other times, yes, right? Yes, mm-hmm. where they're watching Itchy and Scratchy. Uh-huh. And the title of this uh, Itchy and Scratchy episode was The Last Traction Hero. Right. And uh, I guess we see Scratchy wants to get fit. Yep. I guess he's tired of uh, losing these fights with the mouse, right? Yep, yep. So he's bulking by working out with dumbbells. Yes. And he gets huge. He gets That's jacked. Right. Right away, right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he's flexing, right? And uh, he actually walks over to Itchy now, right? Now that he's all buffed out. Mm-hmm. And uh, Itchy thinks about it because now he's all huge. You know, he's flexing at him. And he pulls out a, a balloon pin, mm-hmm. right? And he bursts the balloon. And then he pokes Scratchy in the chest with it, assuming that that's going to happen to And it does not. No. We just see a little pinprick and a little bit of blood. But uh, Scratchy is still there just flexing on him. And Itchy continues. He keeps poking him over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, it's not, it's not going to work. And Scratchy laughs again. Uh-huh. But then, after his laughter, uh, I guess Itchy poked him enough time so he's losing quite a bit of blood. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he goes in for the kill. Yeah, yeah. Because Scratchy starts to feel weak, right? He sits down. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Itchy comes back not to be outdone and has a chainsaw and basically slices off his muscles, his biceps, his chest. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Bart and Lisa are laughing. Yes. Right. And at this point, this is when Itchy stops what he's doing and they turn to the camera. And this is the first time we hear them speak. I believe so, yes. Mm-hmm. And we, yeah, so we hear Itchy, right? And he says, thanks, kids. Now we'd like to speak to you seriously for a moment. And Scratchy goes, yep, this week... It is the grand opening of Itchy and Scratchy Land, the, vi- the violinist place on Earth. And to celebrate, 
this week only, we're cutting ticket prices in half. And he pulls out some scissors. Mm-hmm. Right? And Scratchy pulls out a, a card that says ticket prices and he stabs uh, the scissors into his brain. Basically. Yes. And then uh, Scratchy goes, Yow! And he pulls the scissor out and the brains come out. Yes. And Scratchy has been reduced to a drooling idiot. Yes. So got all the, all the motor functions. Mm-hmm. And so the camera pulls out Michelle Krusty, standing next to the TV, turns it off, and he says, Kids, you heard the cartoon rat. If you haven't already run to your parents begging to go, do it now. You won't be missing anything funny. I'll just be sitting here reading from this grown-up's newspaper. He's racing for him. Mm-hmm. And he says, go now! Right? Yeah. And we were talking about this before we started recording. Yes, a little error, maybe? Yes, the continuity errors. Because, uh, unless I'm mistaken, Krusty's supposed to be illiterate. We remember that episode where he got arrested because Sideshow Bob was impersonating him. Mm-hmm. He basically admitted that he couldn't read. Yes, that's true. But here he is, and he's reading these gambling papers. Yeah. Because you know we know he's a big gambler. Yeah. So horse racing, right? Uh-huh. So yeah, maybe a little error there. Yep. But a minor one, I guess. And so we cut away from. Uh, Crusty, right? Bart and Lisa are screaming because they're obviously going to go tell Homer they want to go to Scratchy Land. And Homer is sitting on the couch reading the Bible. Surprisingly. Yes, as they walk. So Lisa says, Dad, you remember how you said going to Itchy and Scratchy Land would be too damn expensive? And Homer goes, oh, everything's too damn expensive these days. Look at this Bible. I just got 15 bucks. And talk about a preachy book. Everybody's a sinner, except for this guy. <laughs> oh, Homer. Uh, and so Bart jumps in and says, but now Itchy and Scratchy Land is cutting ticket prices in half. Can we go, Dad? Can we, can we, can we, can we? And he says, take it, Lise. And she starts, can we? And, and then Homer yeah. just goes, no, 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 no. Ask your mother. And the kids go, yeah, and they run off, right? Mm-hmm. And so they run to the kitchen where Marge is. And Bart says, Mom, guess what? And Lisa jumps in and says, we're going to Itchy and Scratchy Land. Very excited. Yes, and Marge's like, no, I've already planned our vacation. We're going to spend, we're going to the Highway 9 Bird Sanctuary. I I understand they installed a new bird feeder this year. And we can't properly describe it. You do need to watch this episode, especially if you haven't seen it in a while. Yes. To see the, the look. That Bart and Lisa give each other. Uh-huh. Now, I have been thinking about uh, taking some, uh, I don't know, not taking, maybe just watching some videos on how to edit videos and post them on YouTube and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe we could do this, do this on YouTube, but instead of our ugly ass faces, we could actually have bits and pieces of the episode showing while we do this. Because I think... That, that look they give Marge. is so good. Yes, it's priceless. It is very, very good. Uh-huh. Maybe I'll learn how to edit over the summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. And so, yes, they do not like this. Yeah. And Marge's like, it's shaped like a diner. And it's on a really tall pole. And they still just have that look. That uh, they, they are not, no. Uh, so, later that night, uh, she and Homer are in bed trying to sleep. And Lisa walks in. Actually, she kicks the door in. Yeah. And she's pulling Bart behind her in a one of those little red wagons. Mm-hmm. And she just yells, Mom, Dad, Bart's dead. And they freak out. They wake up. What? What's going on? And then Bart comes alive. He's like, that's right. Dead serious about going to Itchy and Scratchy Land. <laughs> uh, so the Marge and Homer just groan. And Lisa even pulls out a pamphlet. Mm-hmm. She's like trying to sell it to them. You know, Itchy and Scratchy Land isn't just for kids. They have a place called Parents Island. She gives them the brochure. And uh, they kind of look interested, right? Yep. She keeps going. Yeah, dancing, bowling, fashionable shops, over 100 bars and saloons, and a world-class chemical dependency center. <laughs> Homer grabs a pamphlet. He's like, TV Town, Hammock Land. And then Marge goes, hmm, recipe-related bumper cars. Square. God. As good of a woman as she is. She's such a square. Such a square. She sucks the life out of so many things. Yes, she does. So at this point, 
Bart and Lisa look at each other and they gasp. And they keep looking at each other and they start jumping up and down on the bed. Yeah. Screaming, yay! Yeah, they, they think that they've convinced them. Uh-huh. They're ready to go. But Marge, of course, the voice of reason, mm-hmm. stops them. She says, now, wait a minute. I'm not sure about this. Every time I've ever gone on vacation, I end up being horribly embarrassed. We end up in a big fight and we come home. We'll come home, was it more miserable than when we left? <laughs> so you have to promise me that this isn't going to happen this time. Cole goes, embarrassed? What are you talking about? And Marge brings up an example, of course. He says, well, there was our trip to the Amish country. And then Homer goes, oh, yeah. And we have yeah, this little yeah. flashback. Oh, my goodness. So the flashback opens, and he's surrounded by Amish. And there's even a mule beside him. And the Amish guy, and the, actually the mule has a uh, ice cream cone on his butt. Yeah. And the Amish guy has one. On his hat. Mm-hmm. And then Homer's like, hey, 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 look, Marge, they're still not fighting back. And he puts another ice cream cone on the Amish man's cheek. Yeah. He goes, hee hee, I can be a jerk and no one can stop me. And of course, the <coughs> mule has had enough. Mm-hmm. And Homer's just standing in the right place with the mule, just kicks him real hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, Homer. I mean, I have to, like, how did he not get crippled by that? Must be really limber, or just uh, the cushion of uh, all that uh, those layers of fat he's got. Uh-huh. And Marge has another example. She says, "Even worse was our trip to Sandy Beach." And we have another little flashback. Yeah, we have another little flashback, and it's these people being scared out of the water because there's a shark fin. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's Homer stepping out of the water with a fake fin on. He's just laughing, suckers. Uh-huh. And at that, uh, right after that, we see another little shark fin, and Bart pops up. And he, uh, he's laughing his ass off. Mm-hmm. But uh, Homer Paddock's just, ah, shark boy! And he takes off. <laughs> oh, so uh, I was uh, asking El Ray about this because having that little shark boy reference reminded me of the worst movie I never saw because I had two kids. I took them there and I fell asleep during the movie. This is the one and only movie that has caused me to fall asleep in the theater. I've never seen it. Save myself from ever doing that. Yes, do so. It is horrible. Uh, if you're a big Shark Boy and Lava fan, Lava Girl fan, sorry, what can I say? Well, explain yourself. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> what makes that? What makes that movie any good? <laughs> and so we continue with Marge. She's still having a discussion. She's like, this year I want us to do things together as a family and get a lot of good exercise outdoors. So we'll have a lot of wonderful memories of our vacation. And Bart goes, don't worry, Mom. We'll make you proud of us. Yes. And then uh, Homer decides to start packing. Mm-hmm. And he has a he lists off the items he has, which is lobster hat, fishnet speedo, junior, wheelie shoes, invisible dog leash. Well, I'm packed. <laughs> By the way, that fishnet speedo, junior. Yeah, dude. Uh, no. 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 This is in Brazil. No speedos. <laughs> and so the family's packed ready to go we cut to I'm guessing the next day outside the house mm-hmm. everything's ready to go and they are giving last minute instructions to grandpa who's going to be watching the house and telling him how to take care of the pets right? yeah. so March tells him every morning one bowl of kibble to send his little helper right and you know as she's giving it she sees him she just says do you want me to write any of this down and then Abe goes, no, I ain't senile, Dad, blast it. And Mark says, okay, bye-bye. And everybody says bye, mm-hmm. right? He says, bye, Grandpa, and Homer drives off. And then Grandpa's like, hey, wait a minute. What was that last thing you said? Grandpa's little helper? What's that? Then he looks at Santa's little helper and Snowball, too. Mm-hmm. Which one of you is the mailman? And they just look at each other and roll their eyes. It's going to be... It's going to be a long few days. They ain't going to eat. Uh-uh. <laughs> and so we cut to in the car. Mm-hmm. Right? And Homer says, okay, let's make a pact. It's going to be the best vacation ever. But we'll all agree to disband and join other families. And everyone goes, agreed. <laughs> <laughs> so Homer keeps driving, right? And then he drives past this road sign that says... It's got a little arrow pointing to the side. It says, to some other state. Mm-hmm. Because, of course... They can't really disclose... Mm-hmm. So Homer goes, ah, the interstate. 
Fasten your seatbelt, kids. We're on our way to itchy and scratchy land. And as soon as he pulls up to the interstate, what happens? There's gridlock traffic. Mm -hmm. So everyone goes, don't! Yep. <laughs> and then Homer says, don't worry. I've got an ace up my sleeve. And he just starts honking the horn over and over and over. Yeah, again. that isn't an ace up the sleeve. That's just being annoying. Yeah. And so I guess finally they get into the flow of the trip, right? Mm -hmm. And Bart needs to look bored yep. in the backseat. But then we see a sign. It says, the next flickies is 680 miles. So we continue this little montage. And we see another sign that's 416 miles. And 277 miles. And 42 miles. I guess the only thing that would come close to that here in Texas would be Bucky's. Bucky's, yeah. Yeah. For sure. And you have to stop at Bucky's. Yeah, you have to can't drive past the bucket. No, you cannot. It's, it's against the state law. If, if, if you, I'll put it this way. If you're going to drive past it twice, to and fro, you're obligated to stop at least once. Mm -hmm. you know, if you got to get there, okay. Yep. You get it on the way back. Yep. You, know? you got to stop just with the beaver nuggets. You have to do it. Damn. Uh, yeah, that's a sin. Mm -hmm. If you're not texting, you won't understand. Yeah. <laughs> so at this point, when they drive past the one that says 42 miles... Bart says, Dad, can we stop at Flicky's? And, uh, no. Homer says, no. <laughs> and they just keep driving. Mm -hmm. And I was asking El Ray about if he remembers anything like this, about uh, road trips in his youth. Yeah. And, uh... I was lucky. My dad was pretty down to stop at stuff that he wanted to see, too. Hell no, mine weren't. <laughs> they wouldn't even, didn't even want to stop the car so we could go pee. Mm -hmm. I remember, like, one time when they finally stopped, I had to go so bad, I couldn't even walk right. I had to walk like stooped over. Because if I, if I went back too far, I put too much pressure mm -hmm. on the old bladder and I had an accident all over myself. Yeah. So yeah, two two different experiences right there. Yeah. And my mom was pretty down most of the time too. So yeah, I was lucky in that department. Yeah, no. They my, always wanted to stop. Check yeah, it out. No, my mom was even worse than my dad. <laughs> and so as we're crossing another state line, I'm guessing, mm -hmm. right, they have a checkpoint. But it's for fruit and vegetables. Mm -hmm. We had to look this up. Yes. It because, does happen. Yeah, apparently. Well, I've never seen checkpoints, no. but apparently it is illegal in, to some, in some states to bring in uh, certain fruits and or vegetables into that state. And uh, California is one. And another one is Florida. Interesting. I'm sure there are others, but those are the two big ones. Yeah. But as we get to the checkpoint... Homer starts to panic. He says, oh my God, what do I do? Then Marge goes, what's the matter with you, Homer? We don't have any fruits or vegetables in the car. And Homer goes, the whole truck's full of them, Marge. <laughs> uh, so Homer's holding up a little pamphlet that said, smuggled vegetables, the, the road to easy success. Oh my God. And then we get the, a kid that's working the booth, right? The kid, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, the same kid with the squeaky voice. Yeah. He's like, got any fruits or vegetables? that he goes through the barrier and just takes off. And all these fruits and vegetables start falling out of the truck. Mm -hmm. And yeah. apparently this is common. Yeah. Because a kid goes, Hey, Mr. Wembley, it happened again. Oh, my goodness. And so Homer reaches for the radio, and he says, And now to absorb some local color through the magic of AM radio. I haven't listened to AM radio forever. Yeah. So the first DJ goes, Book of Revelation tells us to watch for the seven signs of evil. And he just changes the station. The next DJ says, Sign of evil number four. He changes the station again. Inuing our sign of evil countdown. So uh, I guess they're driving through the Bible. Belt yes, I'm time. sure they are. Mm -hmm. yep. And so the family makes a stop then at five corners for the five different states touch. Is that for the four corners? It's four. Yeah, yeah it's four. But yeah, here it's five, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. Yep. Four fingers. But oh, yeah, it's true. See, they got to go. <laughs> got to go the <laughs> other way, yeah. Yep. And so they're all standing in a state and everybody's holding hands. And Lisa says, uh, haven't we stood in five different states long enough? No. <laughs> and night falls, right? Uh -huh. And uh, so they're both yawning. They're on the road again. And March says, we better find a motel and stop for the night. And Homer looks rough. Yeah, he does. Looks rough. He's like, we don't need to do that, Marge. I'm not tired. 
I'm not tired at all. And we cut to the, a car skidding on the road, crashing into a pole and bursting into flames, right? Mm-hmm. So, of course, we think that, uh-oh, Homer fell asleep at the beginning. Yeah. But then the Simpsons drive by. They're watching through the window of their car. No, no, no. They're, they're, they're standing in the sorry, motel. Yeah. There you go, the motel. They're watching, yeah. And Bart says, ah, that wasn't us. <laughs> and so, yeah. I guess uh, reason prevailed and Homer stopped because there, he was in no shape to drive. Yes. Now, I've been... I've almost been at that that particular situation that mm-hmm. Homer's in. Yeah. I mean, I was driving for like 14 hours. And I still wasn't falling asleep, but I could feel my hair starting to tingle. And I don't have any hair. Ah. So I knew it was time to stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, I cannot drive anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm really tired. Yeah. I need to pull over and sleep on the side of the road or find somewhere to Find a hotel or something. Yeah. So, guys, don't drive when you're that tired. No, no, Never. No. Don't do it. Don't it's do not it. worth it. No, it's not. And so, next down the road, Homer's got the map in front of him trying to drive with it. You know, when he used to drive the maps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kids don't even know how to read those no. maps. No. I remember when I used to teach geography. I, had, I was teaching the concept of the three norths. They're like, what do you mean three norths? Well, there's true north, there's the magnetic north, and there, there's map north. What do you mean map north, sir? North on the map. Huh? It, yeah, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't pleasant. But yes, our maps used to be on paper, not on your phone. No, yeah. No, it's not even reading a map anymore. It just tells you where to go. Yeah. I love how they, I don't know if you ever saw that movie City Slickers, the second one. No, I didn't see the second one. They got a map. And they're like in the desert, like, which way is north? And you're like, up. <laughs> up. It's always up on the map. <laughs> so as long as you're going up, you're going north. Yeah. And so they're out west, and it's like where the sun rises, and the oh, sun yeah. sets, and all that stuff. Uh-huh. He says, well, where does the sun set? You know, and he tells them, like, well, but we're way out west now, so we're past where the sun sets. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's a funny conversation. But anyway, I digress. Good movie, though. Uh, I need movies. to check it out. And so, Homer's looking at the map going, north, north, south, uh, nuts to this. I'm going to take a shortcut. And Marge goes, Homer, no, you're going to get us lost. Homer says, trust me, Marge, with today's modern cars, you can't get lost. What with all the silicone chips and such. <laughs> that seems like a famous last words right there. Yeah, I know. So he turns off the highway and he goes into the, down this dirt road. It looks like he's driving between cornfields or something like that, yeah. right? So then we cut to the next shot. The car's missing a roof. Yes. There's a missile on the on the, tri- on the grill, right? On the, the grill. Front. Uh-huh. And one of the wheels is a wagon wheel. Yep. Uh, There's a chicken yes. in there, too. And it comes out of a... Marge's hair. Marge's hair, right? When they, so, but they get to itchy and scratch them, uh-huh. right? So Homer gets out and says, all right, we're here. Now let us never speak of that shortcut again. <laughs> uh, so as the family are walking away from their car... Homer says, in order for us to remember where the car is, right, he looks and says, remember, we're in the itchy lot. Mm-hmm. Now, they only have two parking lots, and they're gigantic. Yeah. There's one's the itchy lot, and one's the scratchy lot. It's not going to help you very much. It was down by half, but that's yeah. about it. I didn't know that this was actually a thing until I went to Disney for the first time. And then, oh, okay, now I know why they say itchy lot, because some of the parking lots, you know, the, it's yeah. the Mickey Mouse lot, the the Daffy Duck. Is it Daffy? No. That's the no, wrong, no, wrong, wrong. Donald, 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 Donald Duck. Duck yeah. Donald Duck, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, reminds me of that Seinfeld episode where they get lost in the parking garage. Oh, yes. Great. Awesome. And so the family, it's they have to go to an island apparently, right? Mm-hmm. That's how you get there. And so they take a helicopter. And the pilot comes on and is like, we're now approaching our final destination, Itchy and Scratchy Land, the music part of the future where nothing can Possibly go wrong. Then everybody starts looking around. They look kind of worried. It is, oh, uh, possibly go wrong. <laughs> that's the first time that's ever gone wrong. <laughs> and yeah, awkward. Yeah. And so, so we get to like this crazy island, right? Yeah. And we see the helicopter flying into the mouth of this uh, giant scratchy, right? Right, made of stone. Yeah. Right. Kind of looks like uh, that Skull Island. Skull Island, like King yeah. Kong. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so we cut to our next scene. 
and we are at the entrance of Itchy and Scratchy Line, mm -hmm. right? Big signs up, everything's ready to go. They have the little animatronics of Itchy and Scratchy just hitting each other with a bat, right? Uh -huh. And um, a mallet. Yep. And they get to the ticket booths, right? And so there's a sign in the front of the uh, park that says the rides that are not working today. Right? And it's the head basher, the bloodbath, the mangler, and the nurse's station. <laughs> I wonder why they consider that a ride. Uh, anyway, so Homer steps up to the ticket booth, which is shaped like a bomb. It's yes. about to blow up, right? He says, uh, one adult and four children. Is he not going to buy a ticket for Marge? Or is he saying that Marge is, is a kid? I don't know. Or maybe he knows, maybe it's himself. That is true. Marge yes. is the only adult. That is true. And so the woman says, would you like to buy some itchy and scratchy money? What's that? Well, it's money that's just made for the part. It works like regular money, but it's uh, fun. And the kid in the bar's like, do it, Dad. Homer says, well, okay, if it's fun, let's see, I'll take $1,100 worth. So he hands her the money and she hands him the money. Yeah. And they step into the park and immediately we're surrounded by signs that say, no itchy and scratchy money. We do not take itchy and scratchy money. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He got taken. Big time. And so... We see some of the rides. One of them is the Tavern on the Scream, right? And it's it's guarded by giant itchy characters, and they like chopping the entrance with meat cleavers and stuff like that. Mm. And they actually have, I guess they actually have to run past this yeah. so to not get hurt. Before you get uh, chopped in half. Mm -hmm. So Bart goes, oh, wow, cool. And he's just like, yeah, that's cool. This is neato. And Mars like, such a violent motif. <laughs> of course, Bart jumps in and defends himself. Like, yeah, but it's just pretend violence, which is actually beneficial for children. And he kicks Lisa. And Lisa goes, out! And she punches Bart. And of course, Marge is just... Mm -hmm. right. And a guard actually hears him. And he says, there's no need to murmur, ma'am. Here at Itchy and Scratchy Land, we're just as concerned about violence as you are. That's why we're always careful to show the consequences of deadly mayhem, so that may, we may educate as well as horrify. And then Marge goes, when do you, when do you show the consequences? On TV, that mouse pulled out that cat's lungs and played him like a bagpipe. And the next scene, the cat was breathing comfortably. Just like in real life. And he says, hey, look over there. Everybody turns, and he just takes off. <laughs> He's not prepared for that line of question. No, he is not. So we're at the next scene, and we have Bart opening a menu. The menu is shaped like a bomb. Mm -hmm. And Bart goes to the waiter. I'll have a brain burger with extra pus, please. Bart says, Bart! And Homer goes, eyeball stew. Homer! He's like, we just got here and I'm already mortified beyond belief by your embarrassing behavior. And Bart goes, I was just ordering a cheeseburger, Mom. They have violent names for everything here. And so Marge says, oh, I see. And then she looks at things like, all right, mm, I'll have the baby guts. So waiter goes, lady, you disgust me. Ew. And Lisa's really embarrassed. Like, Mom, that's veal. Marge goes, oh. By the way, uh, those of you who don't know what veal is, it's baby. It's a baby cow mm -hmm. that they have locked up in a little cage. And they don't allow it to stand up, and all they do is feed this baby cow and fatten it up mm -hmm. until it's, they're ready to kill it. Yeah. For the really, really tender meat. Now. I'm no vegetarian. <laughs> I'm no vegetarian, right? Uh, just the sound of that. Doesn't appeal to me. No. Not at all. But, you know, I was in basic training. We eat what they give you. And they fed us veal at least once a week. That was actually one of the better things they served. There you go. I don't doubt that it's delicious. I'm you, sure it is. Now, keep in mind, this was army veal. Army veal. <laughs> it was army veal. So I don't know if it was authentic veal or imitation veal or what the hell. Like that. I don't even know if it's supposed to be served the way they served it to us. <laughs> True. But it was kind of good. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, if any of you know more about veal, let us know. What yeah. does it taste like, honestly? Does it just taste like beef, just better? Like, uh, when yeah. it's done well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, as, I'm not going to take my experience as yeah. the uh, end-all be-all. As the standard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so Marge is now dropping off Maggie at the daycare. Right? They got a daycare. And uh, she you sure she's going to have fun here? That's the lady that works there. And the lady assures her that babies love the ballroom. Mm -hmm. And she puts Maggie in a room that's full of those plastic, little plastic balls. 
and she sinks down through them all the way to the bottom, where we see other babies trapped as well. Yeah. Ball pits. Yeah, yeah, we're discussing the ball pits. A lot of them as a kid, but yeah, I'm sure they were disgusting in some ways. Yeah, they were pretty disgusting. It was poop and pee everywhere, yeah. food. Um, don't see very many anymore. Yeah, no. Well, they stopped it because of that. Yeah, exactly. But then again, we weren't very sick when we were kids. Not exactly, <laughs> yeah. We had some immunities, man. Yeah. We were good. <laughs> and so Marge is reading the map of the park. There's like torture land, explosion land, searing gas pain land, unnecessary sugary land. Surgery. Surgery, I'm sorry, sugary. Yeah. And, By the uh, way, that, that searing gas pain. Yeah, what, why? That's... And, uh, and so she's not too happy. Right? So Homer looks at his watch and he says, oh, look, it's 12 noon. It's the 12 noon robot parade. Yeah. Hurry up or we have to wait for the 1205 parade. <laughs> uh, yes. And so we have all these little like bombs and uh, sticks of dynamite with little legs marching down the street. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, the Indian scratching music is playing, and then they have robot itchies and scratchings, right? And they're wielding axes, and the um, the itchy one has a uh, chainsaw, uh-huh. right? The kids are happy. Yep. Right. And as they walk past with each other, they hit each other with mallets, and there's fake blood flying from the heads, right? Mm-hmm. They shoot each other with guns, things yeah. like that. And the people are, and watch the parade are having fun. They're getting splattered with fake blood, right? And uh, Barge just says, "Wow." This is so much like my dreams, it's scary. <laughs> uh, so then we see a steamroller dri- uh, driven by a man in an itchy costume rolling by, and he uh, flattened Scratchy rolling around the roller every time that he, you know, that, that the big thing makes a turn, right? Yeah. And then there's marching axes. Mm-hmm. There's even a baby axe. Yes. A little baby one. Lisa goes, oh, look, a little baby axe. <laughs> Marge says, it's cute, but I'm sure it's very sharp. And probably dirt. And then the guard goes, 30, maybe. Dangerous, hard. This here, these are the latest state-of-the-art animatronic robots. They have sensors that ensure they only attack each other, never the guests. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so we cut to the point of view from one of the robots, right? Mm-hmm. And it sh- it's uh, itchy, and it's, it sees Scratchy, and it says kill. And then it turns, and it sees the Simpsons family, it says humans, do not hurt. Yep. Right? And... Uh, so, he takes off his head and he bows to the Simpsons, right? And uh, <laughs> Marge tells Homer, see all that stuff in there, Homer? That's why your robot never works. There's got to be a story to this. Yeah, was he trying to make a robot out of cardboard boxes and he didn't have any circuitry? Or, or maybe built it out of metal and didn't realize that, you it know, Old coffee cans or something? Well, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the parade's over and the family are on rides now. They're on the log ride. Yeah. Right? And so they're all on the boat, and the ride begins, and Marge starts like, this is just what I was hoping for, spending the day together as a family. And as soon as she says that, the drop happens. Right? Yeah. Pretty much vertical drop. Yes. And it then it goes through this whole elaborate... Yeah, there's cannons, yeah. and they fire, they fire uh, back and forth just as the family is flying through there. Then they have the crossbows, yeah. same thing. And then they come to a sudden stop, right as their eyes were about to be poked out by these, what were they? Metal spikes. Metal spikes, yeah. yeah. And, uh, oof. And, and we have another drop. Yes, another drop. Towards a bus saw. And the uh, boat is actually sawed in half, right? And uh, the family has to avoid it. They jump off the sides. Yes, and they're dumped into the river. And Marge and Lisa are loving it. Yeah. And Marge is, I don't think she has a taste for rides here, because mm. she says, you know... Part of spending time together as a family is spending time apart as individuals. <laughs> and <coughs> Homer gets the, 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 the hint, right? He goes, Parents Island? Yeah, huh? I'm sure we'll appreciate each other all the more when we meet up at dinner. Are you kids going to be all right? She looks around, she says, kids? And then we see Lisa and Bart climbing back onto the log, uh, what do you call it? Right. The, the, the log ride. The log ride. And getting back in line to do that over again. Mm-hmm. By the way, I would not want to do any part of that ride. Why? I'm not a big fan of rides to begin with. Ugh. And then you have these, 
like cannonballs and oh yeah, that's arrows. Sure. Yeah. I am a big fan of rides. Yeah. The only ones I will not get on mm-hmm. are those straight up and down tower things. Oh, yeah. I will not do that. That's the only thing I won't do. I I, I don't like them at all. Anything, but if my kids are there. I get on. Yeah. Yeah. My kids aren't going to say, yeah, my dad's a bitch. <laughs> you know, I, I I appreciate it, but it always makes me laugh thinking about when my dad hates rides. <laughs> and he does not like heights. Yes. Mm-hmm. But those those times where he had to get, get on a roller coaster with me, oh, I loved every second of it. Because <laughs> I knew he was terrified. Yes. He made it that much more fun. You know? My mom actually loves getting on that, too. So she was always down. Uh-huh. It was that special little... I'm gonna make my dad suffer. Yeah, I'm gonna make my dad get on. Made it for a good childhood, Dad. Thanks. <laughs> and so we cut to Parents Island now, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's all themed. And Mark and Homer walk into this 1970s disco, uh, you know, themed yeah club or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got the lighted floor and everything like that, just yeah. like Saturday Night Fever. Yep. And. Homer goes, it is the 70s, right down to the smallest detail. Mark says, hey, the bartender even looks like John Travolta. <laughs> and the bartender's like, hey, yeah, looks like. He does it with that accent. Because, yeah. it, because it was yeah, John Travolta. Was John. By the way, in case you're wondering why John Travolta would be a bartender, uh, at this point in his career, he couldn't find work. Yes. Could not find work at all. Nobody wanted to hire This is where it all changed, though, this year, right? Because yeah, I think 94 on, is Pulp Fiction. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what brought him back. When Quentin Tarantino put him in Pulp Fiction. It made him cool again. Yep. And gave his uh, career a rebirth. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I wonder if that, i got to look up the release date of that. That joke come out, like, right before, I'm guessing? I think so, yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah. I believe Pulp Fiction is 94, so mm-hmm. that makes sense. And so we see uh, Bart and Lisa now, they found the gift shop, right? And Bart's just happy with all the stuff. And he says, uh, uh, vanity license plates, right? Mm-hmm. They have. He's like, cool, personalized plates. And he looks for his names. It's Barclay, Barry, Bert, Bort. Oh, come on. Bort? Yeah. And then we see a little kid come up. Mommy, mommy, buy me a license plate. He says, no, come along, Bort. And then a guy turns around. Are you talking to me? He says, no, my son is also named Bort. <laughs> uh, yeah. With ridiculous jokes, this is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. But it's a good one. Yeah, it is pretty good. I wonder if any kid out there is actually named Bort just because of this. Oh, that'd be epic. I wouldn't doubt. I wouldn't doubt it either. Sure, they have the fan bases so big. Mm -hmm. Now I can relate to this though because I've never, I never played that game. Great. Not with an E. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) And I doubt they're gonna have Ronaldo. Yeah, no. (laughs) It's all right. I never found Arnold either. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. I I found one once. But I've been on this earth for like 47 years. Yeah, that's that's not good odds. Mm-hmm. And so Lisa is uh, looking at the stuffed animals. And some of them, she doesn't remember. She's like, who are all these characters? And Bart goes, well, you're probably too young to remember the short-lived Itchy and Scratchy Friends Hour. They had to come up with some friends. There's this gruntled goat, Uncle Ant, the Ku Klutz Clam. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why I didn't make it. Yeah. Lisa remembers, oh, Yeah. You were very funny. I go, I don't know. Disgruntled good had his moments. <laughs> and so, uh, now a man in a big uh, itchy costume, you know, walks up to the kids, right, trying to dance for them, you know, trying to show them a good time, and uh-huh. Martin steps on his toe really hard. Uh-huh. Too hard that you hear something crack. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's just groaning, right? Uh-huh. And they and run off, right? You can hear him in there. <laughs> So we cut back to Homer and Marge, and they're at TGI McStratchy's Good Time Food Drinkery. I guess this is a TGI Friday yeah, ripoff. Yeah, of course, of course. And um, they, they have little party hats on, and there's music being played. And the band leader goes, welcome to TGI McScratchy's, where it's constantly New Year's Eve. Here we go again. Three, two, one. Everybody says Happy New Year, and the song starts. You uh-huh. know the song. <laughs> and uh, a waiter walks up with champagne glasses, right? And Marge says, It must be wonderful to ring in the New Year over and over and over. So, waiter just looks at her, Please kill me. 
I guess uh, he doesn't think it's a lot of fun. I'm sure that would get old very fast. Mm-hmm. And so we cut to the kids again, and they're at a, a ride, I'm guessing. Yeah, I guess we'll call it a ride. Mm-hmm. But it's a Itchy's Minefield. Presented, presented by, by Laramie Cigarettes, of course. <laughs> and they're running through this field, and there's all these little landmines that don't hurt them. They just launch them in the air. Yeah. So they're doing flips and stuff. And as they exit, there's a man in a scratchy costume waving at them. And they run out of the frame. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, Bart runs back and kicks them in the shin. <laughs> and, of course, the guy yells and drops in pain. Yeah. <sighs> so, by this point... Bart's terrible. Yeah, yeah, he is. By this point, Marge is trying to claw... Her. No, no, Mar- Maggie. Maggie, Maggie. Yeah, Maggie. Maggie. Maggie's trying to claw her way out of the ball pit. And, and a bunch of the other kids are trying to do so do so the same. She and, makes... <laughs> yeah, once she gets out... The worker there goes, the baby's looking happy. And they dump more balls on top of them. Yes. Add more balls. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And so we cut back to Bart and Lisa again, and they have stopped to watch the Roger Myers story, which is, of course, Roger Myers, the creator of Itchy and Scratchy. So I, we have to say that Itchy and Scratchy is Springfield's version of Disney. Disney yes. yes. And so... We hear the, the narration says, Roger Myers Sr., the gentle genius behind Itchy and Scratchy, loved and cared about almost all the people of the world. <laughs> and he, in turn, was beloved by the world, except in 1938, when he was criticized for his controversial cartoon, Nazi Superman R.R. Spiriers. <laughs> so I have to stop this. Yeah. And you're the history buff. Um, so uh, what about the rumors of Disney being a Nazi? Let's just say there's a lot of rumors to where it's very believable. Now, a Nazi, let's just say that there's a lot of clues that he did not have a, a liking for the uh, Jewish folk no. in the world. So, so yeah, he might have been, might not have been a Nazi, might have been a member of the Bund, <laughs> like uh, Dwight's uh, family. Like Dwight's family. Yeah. Yep. Wow, I forgot about that. Yeah. So, but again, yeah, there's a little, there's some sketchiness there when it comes to Walt Disney and the Nazis and things like that. It was very, very interesting. <laughs> sure, they left it out of that Tom Hanks movie. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it keeps going. And it says, Among his proudest achievements was the full-length musical Scratchtasia. <laughs> Love that. Yes, of course. Right. Rip off of Fantasia. And they show actually so scratchy in a red robe and the blue hat and all that stuff. And of course the little axes, but they chop them up. Mm-hmm. Right. No, uh, yeah, Scratchy chops up uh, Itchy, right? Yeah. And then he didn't chop him up too much. So there were still there were little miniature ones, and yeah. they, they keep attacking him. Mm-hmm. So he decides to chop him up into fine little powder. Yes. Fine powder, right? Yeah, like a little fine powder. Uh-huh. But then we find out, you know, as he sits down, the fumes of his panting breath, he's breathing in the microscopic now uh, itches, right? Yes. And so they start hacking away at his insides while they're in there. Mm-hmm. And so he grows old quickly, his skin goes, and he just crumbles. Like, yes. They kill him from the inside. And I was telling you that very similar to uh, the Futurama episode oh. where Bender keeps dividing himself mm-hmm. to the point where they get to the microscopic level. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I am Bender. Please insert Gerder. One day, one day we'll get the future wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Long time from now. Yes, yes. <laughs> so um, Scratchy kind of like crumbles up and yeah. dies, right? And then um, we cut back outside, and there's another robot par- uh, parade, uh, parade going by, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the yokels. Yep. Yeah. Like, hey, Mo, I'm going to get a picture with this crazy critter. And he flashes the camera, and the robot scratchy starts to spark, and the, and the guard walks up and says, uh, "No flash photography, please." You know, uh-huh. and the robots all walking funny away. Uh-huh. So then we cut back to the Roger Myers story, uh-huh. and the narrator keeps going. Right, Roger Myers' next full-length feature was a widely successful Pinicchio. So we hear Scratchy in an Italian accent saying, "Now you'll be good, Pinicchio, and don't you lie." And Pinicchio goes, I promise I will never hurt you. At this point, his nose just grows out of control and he spears Scratchy through the eye 
and out of his brain, right? Yeah, yeah the eyeball's like there. Mm-hmm. And Scratchy just says, ouch. And Lisa's like, I wonder if this kind of violence really does desensitize us. At this point, we see one of the uh, robots that got their brain scrambled yeah, by the flash photographer. crazy now. Yeah, he kind of like cuts his way through the, uh, the, the, the screen. The theater, yeah. The, the, screen. the theater screen. And uh, falls over and bursts into flames right in front of Bart and Lisa. And uh, Bart goes, want to go get a snow cone? Okay. And they just take off. So I guess they were desensitized. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yes. And, and so uh, they exit the theater and Bart sees a man in an itchy costume waving to the children. And Bart says, so, Mr. Itchy, you think you're God's gift to women, do you? And Lisa goes, don't do it, Bart. And Bart pulls out his little bastard traveling kit. Mm-hmm. All right. And he pulls out a stink bomb. And he pulls out his slingshot and aims it right into Itchy's mouth, right? The guy in the costume. And you hear the guy in there start choking. He just said, I just wanted to entertain. <laughs> and Bart laughs his butt off. He's like, can you believe I, I, I keep getting away with this? And then somebody grabs him. Officer? Yep. And so we cut to Bart being taken down by two officers, mm-hmm. right? On an elevator. Then they drive him down a tunnel in an electric cart. Mm-hmm. They drive. They go past the control room with men in the white coats looking at all the monitors of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so you hear the employees working like, Mop and Bucket Man to the ex- exit of the nauseator. And another guy goes, We got another jumper on the roof of TGI McScratchies. I'm sure it was the employee, right? <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. And then the third uh, guy comes in, We need more board license plates in the gift shop. I repeat, we are sold out of board license plates. <laughs> That's a great continuation. Of the yes, it is. It is. So they drive past the robot repair room, right? Where we see a guy taking the plate off the face of a scratchy robot. And he kind of like whines a little. When he does that, and the guy goes, I really wish they wouldn't scream. <laughs> and so they take Bart mm-hmm. to a detention area and he's thrown into a cell. And uh, Homer's sitting there already, mm-hmm. right? And Bart's like, Dad? And Homer goes, Ah, oh, I kicked one of those stupid itchy characters in the butt. <laughs> Bart says, yeah, there's just no way to resist it, is there? <laughs> and then uh, Marge, we, we cut back to Marge, right? She's in a gift shop. She's like, I want all five t-shirts to say best vacation ever. And we hear an announcement. It says, attention, Marge Simpson, your son has been arrested. And then we hear the people in the gift shop write a woman. I'd be terribly embarrassed. What? I'd be terribly embarrassed if I were that boy's mother. Yes. And so Marge groans, and we hear again the announcer says, Attention, Marge Simpson, we've also arrested your older, balder, fatter son. And at this point, Marge just goes, <laughs> Yep. And so we cut to Marge being led to the cell where Homer and Bart are being detained, right? And she is very upset. He goes, Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I wish there was a hole I could just crawl into and die. And the officer says, okay, throw her in the hole. And Marge goes, oh, please, that was just a figure of speech. Oh, my goodness. By the way, since they did have that control of that area for themselves, do, would you would it surprise you that stuff like this was happening? They actually had cells and stuff like that for... I would not be surprised yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. Not one bit. Yeah, so I'm wondering what's going to happen now. Well, they get, I'm sure they get unruly people. Well, yeah, yeah, but uh, now they're going to have to have actual sheriffs or something working there. Right. To place them under arrest. Remember when that soccer player got in trouble at Disneyland? Right? Alex Morgan, she was drunk or something? Oh, like that. yes, yes. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's another story for another yeah. day. Was it then Andrew uh, Garfield and Emma Stone? Something like that. Yeah. They were on substances <laughs> when they were getting on the rides oh, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Ah, oh, you kids. Yeah. <laughs> and so we cut to Professor, oh, Dr. Excuse Dr. Me, Fink. Fink. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he is in the robot repair room. And he's talking to the repairman. He's like, you got to listen to me. Elementary Chaos Theory tells us that all robots will eventually turn against their masters and run amok in an orgy of blood and kicking and biting with the metal teeth and the hurting and shoving. And the repair guy goes, how much time do we have, Professor? And he 
checks his clipboard and says, well, according to my calculations, the robots won't go berserk for at least 24 hours. And just and, as he says that. Yeah, a robot grabs him by the throat, right? Two people by the throat. Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, I uh, forgot to carry the one. <laughs> so Marge manages to get both Homer and Bart released, and they're walking out. And she goes, I have nothing to say to you. She says, but Marge, I was a political prisoner. She goes, how are you a political prisoner? I kicked a giant mouse in the butt. Do I have to draw you a diagram? Yes, 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 he yes does. you do. And uh-huh. you know how that works. And as that, as he says that, the power goes off, right? All mm-hmm. over the park. And Marge is like, oh, for gosh sakes, what now? Mm-hmm. And then we see a group of robots walking out, looking at the family, and they raise their axes, and they keep walking toward them. And... Uh, that we see through the eyes of one of the itchy robots, right? Yeah, like the scene earlier. Uh, and then uh, he identifies the humans with the message, kill. <laughs> and Homer says, hey, look, this what's coming on to me. You, Mr. Robot. <laughs> does that count as a Homer sus moment? Yes, it does. Another <laughs> Homer sus moment. So the, the itchy robot continues to walk towards Homer with the axe raised up in the air. Lisa jumps in and is like, Dad, I think you're wrong about that robot trying to be your friend. And Homer goes, Lisa. As the robot swipes at them with an axe. Don't. Swipe. Contradict. Swipe. Your. Swipe. Elders. Swipe. And finally, they get a piece of Homer because he chops his two hairs in half. And he goes, ah, my hair. You chopped off my hair. Oh, God, I'm ugly. <laughs> uh. Marge is just here saying, I knew we should have gone to the bird sanctuary. But then we cut to the bird sanctuary, and if you've never seen Alfred Hitchcock's birds. Yes. It's like a scene directly out of it. Yeah. And so the birds are chasing everybody. We cut to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hans Molman, right, orders a uh, seed bell in, in a phone booth as the birds crash into the glass all around him. Uh-huh. Poor Hans. He's always in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yep. And so the family's running away from the robots, and they see the helicopter, right? And Mars is like, a chopper, we're saved! So they run up to the chopper, and then... You notice how they make it look? Yes. Like the U.S. leaving Saigon? Uh-huh. Oh, man. <laughs> That's, that was a little intense and, reference. There. Yes, right. So the guy in an itchy contu- uh, costume goes, Hey, you're the guy that didn't like our capering. And he, as they're running toward him, right? When you get to hell, tell him Itchy sent you. And he kicks Bart and Homer off the helicopter. Yep. And so Marge said, oh my, it looks like we're doomed. Homer's, Homer. Yeah, yeah. Homer's like, back you robots. Nobody ruins my family's vacation but me and maybe the boy. <laughs> so he pulls out his wallet. He starts throwing it at the robots. He throws change at them. And then he has a banana in his mm. underwear. His camera, the flash goes off, and some of the robots collapse once the flash goes off. Yep. And Lisa goes, Dad, the flash must have scrambled their circuits. What did he, the narrator? (laughs) And Lisa goes, Just keep taking pictures. Yes. And he's going, right? And Bart says, I'll get more cameras. And he grabs a mallet, he runs over to the camera shop and smashes the window and starts grabbing the cameras, right? He grabs the cameras and he's running out, Mm -hmm. but he turns back and he. Smashy, smashy, and he smashes another window. He's not going to lose this opportunity to cause destruction, uh-huh. of course. And Mars is like, I don't approve of that. <laughs> and so the family all has cameras now, and they're flashing all the robots, mm-hmm. right? And Bart pulls off his, tries to pull off a McBain. Oh, yeah. He's like, hey, mouse, say cheese. <laughs> and he's like, with a, with a dry, cool wit like that, I could be an action hero. And we get to Homer going, die, bad robots, die. Right, cool. Wouldn't like that. I could be an action hero. Like father, like son. Like father, like son. Yeah. Bart has a chance, though. That's the yeah, yeah. So then Bart goes, who would have thought that our visit to Itchy and Scratchy Land would turn out to be our best vacation ever? Lisa jumps in and is like, yes, best ever. Marge goes, are you two bonkers? We almost got killed. Not to mention all the embarrassment I suffered. He says, but mom, it's exactly what you wanted in a vacation. It brought us together as a family. We got a lot of good exercise outdoors. And we have so many memories. 
And Marge kind of stops and she thinks about it. And she goes, you know, you're right. This truly was the best vacation ever. Now let's never speak of it again. The second time that line was spoken in this episode. Yes. <laughs> and so we have, then we cut to you, Roger Myers Jr. Mm-hmm. Shows up, right? says, as Roger Myers Jr., the owner of the park, I'd like to thank you for stopping the killer robots, and to show my appreciation, here are two free passes. Homer goes, but there are five of us. Here are two free passes. That's better. (laughs) And so we come back to Dr. Fink, and he's kneeling over the remains of one of his beloved robots. Like, man, this is happening here. I hate to think of what's happening in Euro Itchy and Scratchy Land. And, of course, we cut to Euro's... uh, Scratching land, and uh, nobody's in the parking lot. Yep. But then we hear somebody with a French accent, right? He's working a booth. He's like, hello, itchy and scratchy land, open for business. Who can resist it, huh? Come on. My last paycheck bounced. My children need wine. That part's funny. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, this is a reference that there is a Euro Disney, for those of you that don't know. And it does have a reputation that nobody goes there. I don't even know if it's still in operation. I have no idea. They might have closed it. Yeah. Could be right. But I love, man, that was a big French stereotype right there. Yeah. My Ch- children need wine. <laughs> and so we cut back to the Simpsons house, right? The kids are watching this scene scratchy and laughing. And Marge is watching it with them. And she tells them, I hope you realize now that violence on TV may be funny, but it's not so funny when that violence is happening to you. And Marge goes, but it would be funny if it happened to somebody who was watching us. And then Lisa goes, no, Mom, he's right. And she takes off a shoe, and she says, observe. And she throws it at Bart and hits him in the head. And Marge laughs, uh-huh. right? And uh, So do Lisa and Bart. Yes. And Marge is like, oh, my. Lisa, go to your room. Oh. <laughs> and that is the end of that episode. Yes. This was a rather fun episode. Yes, it was. And I love how it is, because I love when... I love that running joke of when Lisa outsmarts Marge and, and Lisa go to your room. Yes. <laughs> That's Marge's solution to everything. Yes, it is. Lisa, go to your room. Yep. So, uh, on a scale of uh, one to five donuts, what would you rate this as? This is a really, really good episode. Um, very memorable, of course. Uh, I'm going to give it... I'm, eh, it's not perfect. Um... You know, I, as much as I like that the uh, episode is focused on the family, I, I, I miss side characters in mm-hmm. this one. Yeah. You know, I do miss some at least somebody else in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would give it, a, I would honestly give it a four and a half because it's really good, but I hate the couch gag, so I'm going to have to give it a four. <laughs> <laughs> you know what would have made this episode better? Mm. If it had taken Thrill House with them. Yes. I would have loved to see some Will House. Yes, see how he would have reacted to the killer robots. And this is one of those rare episodes where it's really just focused on the... I mean, the only other person we got was... I mean, Itchy and Scratchy, I guess, but... Grandpa. Grandpa. Yeah. You know, that's really all we got. Out of the main characters, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I would give this a solid four and a half donuts. Um, it wasn't perfect, but it was a really good show. It oh, was yeah. a really, really good episode. Not perfect. Uh, it could have done some things better. Or you said had more of the uh, main characters in there. Uh, but, hey, it's nice to uh, take this show on the road. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. We did get the, the the young kid, though, also. Oh, yeah. Very the, quickly, yeah. The squeaky-voiced kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. Yeah. Is it perfect? No. But no. It's, you know, what's that? What, what is you're saying? I'm not going to change it if it's not. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to change the channel if it's on, right? But if I'm falling asleep, I'll probably stay up to watch it, too. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that about the last week's episode. No. Mm-hmm. And this is a nice little refresher again from last week's episode. Yes. Which, again, I don't have the same uh, disdain for clip shows as you, but they mm-hmm. are an S-plus, of course. Yes, yes. Um, so, uh, do you have anything else before we sign off for the week? No, uh, hang in there if you're still in school. It's almost over. Mm-hmm. Don't do anything stupid at the end. Emphasis on stupid? Yes. Emphasis on, yeah, yeah, for real. 
Mm-hmm. Because it's on stupid. Look, we all appreciate a good prank, but don't take it too far. Yes. Remember, um, somebody's got to clean up after you. Exactly. It's not going to be you, so... There are ways to be funny without inconveniencing everybody else. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, if you're not sure whether or not you should do it or not... Probably don't. Yeah. Don't. Not at all. And... Until next week, au revoir, suck.